Cyberspin, topics you care about by people you trust. This is Cyberspin, the podcast that helps you navigate CMMC. And now for the show. Hello and welcome to this episode of Cyberspin, where we're featuring our CMMC guides to help you get to know our team of CMMC experts. I'm Lauren Frickle. I'm part of the marketing team here at Redspin. And today's CMMC guide is Dr. Thomas Graham. Hi, Thomas. Hey, Lauren. How are you doing? Doing well. Welcome back to Cyberspin. Can you tell us about your role here at Redspin, both your specialty and how you support the CMMC initiative? Sure. So I'm Vice President, Chief Information Security Officer for Redspin. That's that's what they tell me my day job is. Um, now, generally what I do within CMMC space is I am the SME, if you will, the subject matter expert for Redspin on all things CMMC. I am a CCA, uh, fully vested with suitability and all the other annotations that you'll see in the marketplace. I'm also a provisional instructor. Uh, I've taught multiple CMMC training courses. And as part of those responsibilities, I maintain a very close relationship with a lot of folks in the ecosystem, as well as with the cyber AV itself. Awesome. Thanks for that, Thomas. And I know you wear a lot of hats around here and are constantly on the road, whether you're speaking at CMMC events or on site for an assessment. So very, very happy to have you here live. So tell us a little bit about your background working with the Department of Defense. Do I have to? I I try to stay off the radar so folks won't show up at my front door looking for me. (laughs) So I actually have been a DOD contractor. I was a DOD contractor for the better part of 11 years, supporting a a few different companies, but also I I had the benefit of supporting the DOD in a variety of capacities. I started out just as a simple tech writer. I became an analyst, an engineer, ops manager, leads, as well as I was an ISO at one point in time for DISA. What all of that experience allowed me to see is I got to see from different angles how folks that operate within the Department of Defense from a contractor standpoint, what their concerns are, you know, what are some of the issues that they're facing. As an analyst and as as an ISO, I I got to see it from a more governance perspective, some of the the challenges that folks go through within their own organizations to ensure cybersecurity is being met. From a a team lead and in other perspectives, I got to actually go on site and help some of those folks, uh, specifically when I was working with DHA and Navy Medicine, to ensure that they had all of their questions answered, to ensure that they understood what their requirements were per, at, at least for those engagements, per the DISA requirements as stated by the, the specific uh, DOD command that they were supporting. Outside of that, I've Also been a part of different things within the DOD to where, you know, some of the teams that I've worked with, they've actually won some awards based on their efforts. Um, One of the DHA teams, we actually won a Federal Health IT Award for Innovation that was presented at the National Press Club in D.C. Um, One of my other teams that was primarily composed of all contractors did have a couple of government folks on it. We actually won an official naval accommodations in the Captain Joan Doolin Award a, a number of years ago for folks that are aware of that that particular award. All of that being said is, you know, I've I've been blessed to be able to have a variety of perspectives. And now with working with Redspin, being able to bring those perspectives and, and that insight into the, the CMMC arena 
and help organizations get from where they are to where they need to be. And, and ultimately, and trust me, I understand every organization wants to get through this because ultimately they're going to need it for, for being able to be awarded contracts. For me, it's helping them understand and ensure they have stuff in place so they can not only better meet their own cybersecurity requirements, but also in turn, because of this, all of the information that they are now stewards of, as well as the missions that they support to include my friends and family and that are active military, all of them have a better chance of coming home and, you know, seeing us on holidays or being able to carry out their own missions because the information is properly secured. That's great. And I think that's one thing that makes you unique as an SME. You have that experience. You've sat in the seat of our clients And I think that experience of being a DOD contractor is special when you're connecting with our clients and interacting within the CMMC ecosystem. So thank you for that. And it definitely helps with the acronyms. Oh, for sure. You you have the lexicon embedded in your brain. So moving on, how do you see CMMC shaping the future of cybersecurity? Oh, well, that that's one of the the key things that always comes up in conversation conversations is what's that next step? What what does the next three to five years look like? So within CMMC, to understand where it's going, you have to really understand where it come from. CMMC was ultimately, it's ultimately going to be the validation arm of DFAR 7012. DFAR 7012 identifies the confidentiality cybersecurity requirements for CUI. CUI, while many believe really come about due to the executive order back in 2010. What a lot of folks don't really understand is that CUI actually has its foundations in in some earlier initiatives and predominantly from the 9-11 report that was created after the attacks on September 11th of 2001. The reason being is because the report, one of the, the key findings was that the information sharing between the agencies that could have prevented the attacks didn't occur because there wasn't a common vernacular across those those agencies, uh, specifically with the classification of data, so that way they could properly share it. So the executive order come out, established CUI, so that that coordination could could take place, that information sharing could take place uh, from one agency to the other. Now you you get up to CMMC, we're talking about the confidentiality aspects, and yes. CMMC is all about the DoD right now, but if you start to read between the tea leaves, you can see that much like how CUI wanted to create that common lexicon across agencies for information sharing, CMMC is really starting to be positions to provide that commonality of cybersecurity requirements across the agencies as well. The reason why that's important is when you, you look at all the different agencies, folks that operate in this arena know that they have different cybersecurity requirements. They, they have initiatives in place to ensure that the, the confidentiality of their data is being maintained. With the information sharing, now this provides the opportunity for CMMC to have that reciprocity, that commonality across the agencies. So when you're sharing information from one agency to the other, you have an understanding that the information is, is going to be properly secure. You can kind of see where that it's moving in that direction for if, if anybody's happened to take a look at the latest revisions to NIST 800-171 Rev 3. Some of the language that they're, they're putting in there really 
starts to move the nomenclature back to a government type of, of framework or a government type document versus just a DOD type document. You'll notice, you know, in the Rev 3, that's the discussion on them is part, you know, that's up for something later. But one of the, the key uh word choices in there is organizationally defined parameters. And when you delve into the document, it actually states in there that the organization in this context is the agency, not the individual consumer organization. So with it defining as the agency, and it's for the confidentiality of CUI, now you start to see how this is going to have bearings across not only the DOD, but ultimately probably all of the other federal agencies at a minimum. Commonality and expanding outside of the DOD. Wow. Thank you, Thomas. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. And to our listeners, thanks for checking out today's CMMC guide, Dr. Thomas Graham. I hope you enjoyed our quick interview. Thank you for having me, Lauren, and look forward to chatting the next time. And also be sure to like our LinkedIn posts and share any thoughts of CMMC guides you know in the comments.